0: Hey guys, welcome back to Seriously. I am not angry. This is Scott, your host, and I thought um, I thought today we would do something a little different. I thought I would just uh, after fifteen some episodes, actually probably more than that. I thought I would just kind of introduce myself. I thought you know I've I've done quite a few of these, and I don't think I've really talked about who I am or. What I do, or anything about me, I mean, a lot of you who do listen, the few of you who do listen, and I do deeply appreciate all of you guys that listen and all of you guys that are enjoying the podcast and and please keep on listening and and do keep on uh, promoting it and and letting people know that uh, I am out there and uh, we'll keep pushing it and and hopefully we'll, we'll keep seeing new people coming, but, um, I just thought I would let you guys know who I am, where I come from and, uh, you know, what, what gives me the, the reasoning, the, the ability to, to give advice, you know, there's so many people giving advice. There's so many people, you know, out there talking. And what gives an individual the ability to, to give advice? And, and I think that's a good question. What does give somebody the ability to, to give advice? And, you know, I it's such a good question. And, and part of me wants to say a lot of that has to do with with life. Here I am. I'm almost 50 now. I'm about 46, 47, somewhere around there. Uh, who's counting? I lost track at 45. And um, I've, I've lived, I've lived quite a bit of life. And like I said, I'm learning about parenting. Now I have a two and a half your old daughter. And that's an experience. I've, I've been poor in my life. <laughs> Who hasn't, you know, that, and that's part of life. You know, when we're younger, when I was younger and, um, here's, here's what I find interesting. And this is, this isn't a slam on the younger generation, but when I was younger, and maybe uh, it's just something I knew when I grew up. I was going to have to go through all the hoops to get to where I wanted to be in life. And part of me when I was younger knew that I, I wanted to be a certain spot. I wanted to be a, uh, well, i I didn't know that I wanted to be a pastor when I was younger. I actually, I didn't accept that call until later in life. What what I wanted to be coming straight out of high school, I kind of, I ran away from the call. So straight out of high school, I joined the military. That didn't work out. Long story there, we're not going to get into it. Went to college, thought, you know what? I'm going to be a lawyer because I thought, you know what? I'm going to be a lawyer. So when I started college, I started to work at Kroger's as a pharmacy technician. I'm actually still a pharmacy technician. Uh, That has worked out well for me in the years. And um, so that has always been just a mainstay in my life. But I did not accept the call. I ran from my calling of being a pastor. And that may be the story of a lot of you. Maybe a lot of you have ran from the calling that God called you to be. It may not be a pastor. Maybe it was a missionary. Maybe it was something else. But you wanted to do something else. But I wanted what I thought looked glamorous. I wanted money. I wanted fame. And that, to me... Looked like the life of a lawyer. And so I started down that path and well, you can hear my dog. So yeah, I do have three dogs, so you can hear them. Um, I'm sitting up a studio right now. So the podcasts quality are actually going to get better. You won't hear the dogs. You won't hear kids. You won't hear any of that. Uh, hopefully starting next week, I'll have the whole studio set up. But uh, I started down this path of political science, and I finally, like partway through that, accepted my call. And I've, I've kind of accepted the fact that I'm a late, what I call a late bloomer. Otherwise, I accept things later in life. And so I start things late. And I I laugh about it. It's okay. I'm cool with it. All my friends are younger than me. I'm probably older than all of my friends. And that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. And the reason is because when I started Bible college, I went to Circleville Bible College, now Ohio Christian University, and um, the campus is just completely different. It's growing. It's it's exciting to see that it's growing. And uh, I'd, I'd love to get down there and, and visit it. I need to. It's only 20 minutes away from where I live, but I need to get down there and, and drive through the campus and, and visit it. But uh, all of my, my friends that I graduated with were about two or three years younger than me. And uh, I'm still very close with a few of them. A lot of people and and this is what I tell young people going out of high school. Your high school friends, they're great. But if you're going to college, if you're going to the military, you're not going to stay very close to your high school friends. Your military friends, your college friends, those are the friends that, that you're most likely going to be close to the rest of your life. And I have stayed close to several of my college friends who um, I don't live close to and I stay in touch with. It's just life and that's the way it is. So, but I then went on to do what most pastoral people do. I, uh, I was a youth pastor for a short while. I then pastored a very small church in Benton County. I then went on to pastor a church in Napoleon, which we ended up having to close. And I am now, uh, after we closed that, I took a small break. I got married while I was in Napoleon to my wonderful wife who puts up with me. And um, here's what we did. We said, because I, it was a losing battle. I knew um, I wasn't. Um, big on the idea of having kids and some of you are gonna be like oh you're horrible that's fine you can say that but I knew I was on the losing end of that so I said let's wait five years and here's why I wanted to get to know her better so I said let's wait five years what I didn't know and what she didn't know was we were going to have so much trouble conceiving a child and so here's where the problem is we had trouble conceiving A child after that five years. So the five years stretched into about 10 years of waiting. So finally we, we conceived and we went into the, looking for the adoption route and we had three failed adoptions and the, the thing about adoption and I love adoption and I still promote adoption. It just, it didn't work out for us. And at the end, we were emotionally wiped out. It was the the last adoption that did not work out was an emotional, it was just emotional. And we were wiped out. And um, adoption can be very expensive. And, and we had a lot of money into it. <sighs> It, it's a very long story and that that may be another podcast for another day, but I could tell that autumn was wiped out. I was wiped out. I was just, I was empty. We went and saw some other doctors and we, we finally just, after about two more years after that, we finally just, we, we were at our wit's end. We had finally just determined, you know what, we we don't think that we're ever going to have children. And God blessed us and gave us Belle, just a, a beautiful baby girl that she is, two and a half years old now. And we would later come up out to find out what a miracle she is that we even conceived her so but the the emotional roller coaster of of that ride of of the adoption of trying to conceive of of everything that we went through was unreal. And all of you people who you know are going through that, I feel for you. And, uh, I will, you know, I will always feel for you when people tell me they're going through that. I, I, you know, I understand the emotions that are attached to that. So, so bless you on that. And, and the best of luck with, with that, you know, there's, there's great success stories and all of that. So, um, you know, each journey is is different. And now I am pastoring a a church in Lancaster, and we came to Lancaster a little over ten years ago. I want to say it was ten years ago now. And the the beautiful thing about this church is it's a it's a reboot church. I, I call it a reboot. Uh, I forget what it's actually the terminology and um, the districts called. It is it's not a reboot, but I'm calling it a reboot. It's it's a church that has basically now gone through three splits. It was a very healthy church about 20 years ago. Well, it it wasn't um, that healthy 20 years ago. The first split happened about 19 years ago. Uh, Then a second split happened shortly after that. And then the Third split happened just after I came, so it was getting ready to happen. Uh, then it happened right after I came, so it had really nothing to do with me. It just just fell when I came, and uh, we were we were pretty much were on the road to recovery when the pandemic hit. So I'm hoping now that the pandemic is over that we can really begin to see some momentum and movement. And the thing about a church like this, and the thing about any church when you're rebooting a church, and, and here's what I've always said, planting a church, I think, is 10 times easier than rebooting a church, and here's why. An existing church like this already has a reputation in the community. People know it. People have seen it. People understand the things that have gone on in it. So you're coming in, and you're trying to to restart and rekindle and and revamp it. And so we've been going through, restarting relationships and doing our darndest to recreate connections that were broken and recreate a reputation. And we're doing, uh, I think, a, a good job. Like I said, uh, unfortunately, with, Um, a lot of damage was done, uh, through just the, the splits and it's, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, and I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. I'm not going to say I'm perfect. I'm not a perfect pastor. I'm not a perfect person, but I believe that God is good. I believe that God can do a lot of good things. I believe in this church. It's why I've been here this many years. That's why I'm sticking it out. Uh, I I believe he's about to do something amazing with this church. And you know, I was just I was looking at, and we've been studying on Thursday nights the the story we've been going through first and second Samuel. And I look at the story of Saul and David, and I have to wonder. Would Saul have turned out different if he had not been thrown into the kingship? You look at Saul, and Saul was just like, here you are, you're the king. And you look at David, and David's anointed the king, and what does he do? He goes back, and he tends to his sheep. And then he is basically, he goes and he kills Goliath and he's trained to be a soldier and he's mentored to become the king and he he becomes a leader and he's the leader of these like 600 men and he, he goes, and I feel that God doesn't just he doesn't want us to just be thrown into situations, but he wants us to slowly be mentored and he slowly, he does things slowly. He doesn't just always does things quickly. And, and I think there's a reason to that. I think the, the more quickly things happen, the more prone we are to failure. And the slower and the more groomed we can be, and I know that can be a bad turn, but but the more groomed we can be, the more uh, the more trained we can be, the better it is. And so I'm I'm so positive about what we can see happening here in Lancaster, the Church of Good Hope. And I'm so positive about the future. And like I said, I, 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 I'm very excited about this podcast that I've started. I'm excited about the things that I'm starting. Uh, I know that I'm older. And I know that uh, some of you are like, oh, you're an old fogey. You're starting all this stuff. But like I said, I feel like I'm, an, I'm a late bloomer. Uh, all this stuff that I'm starting I know I see a lot of young people doing it now, a lot of young people on the speaking circuit, but I think, uh, I think my time is, is coming and I'm excited about things. I'm excited about the future. I'm excited to see what God is going to do, not just for me, but for my listeners, uh, for you guys. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Please. uh, I'm on Instagram and, um, I'm on TikTok. Uh, feel free to follow me on those. You can find me just under Pastor Scott Miller, and um, feel free to follow me under there. Uh, you know, sh- let me know that you're listening, and um, let other people know that I'm out here. And let's uh, let's have a good week. You guys, take care, and uh, I'll talk to you next week.